When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, we will get to the fun and frivolity. We will get to the Laker game last night. But Slee, I uh, can you turn that hat around for me real quick? I, can sure. I, can I see what's yeah. on the front of that? Yeah, you're, you're, Al's not in the studio with us today. He's down in uh, his native. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Had a little baseball cap on backwards. Yeah. And uh, yep, you you put it back on. You're not believing. Okay. In no, 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 no. This is what happened. Um, I've been following the religion. Like it's the Bible for the past. It is for some of for, us for the past week. Okay, it, it, it is I want Bible. you to know I've Good. been following it. Even yesterday, um, you know, hey, what did I wear that first game when I went? Okay, yeah, not wearing that. What belt was it? Yeah, that's <laughs> sure, not happening. Okay. What shoes did I wear when I ended up in in San Diego on set? Let's wear those. Did the whole thing, Trev. Followed everything yeah, but the to hat's a T. Back. The hat. The hat could be the one piece that throws the whole thing off. That is a great <laughs> observation. So. With that in mind, I want you to know that I'm going a little um I don't want to say I'm going against the gods for this afternoon's game. Kind of thumbing your nose at him. But let me just say this. I did everything right yesterday. And you know what I saw? I saw one hit off Wheeler. That's that's what hey, I saw. Why didn't they take him out after five innings? I thought that you can only pitch five innings in Major League Baseball now. I thought that when uh, your pitcher is just mowing guys down, you take them out. Not, can't go a third time through the order. Ooh. How about you just, uh, I don't know, you just shove the bat down their throat for three hours? How about that? How about how about, how about letting the pitcher pitch? Whatever. I mean, you got to be kidding me. Can I, can I tell you what's going to happen to you? And this is not going to go away anytime soon. We're going to be doing things that have nothing to do with baseball. We could be bringing bagels in. And you're going to take a bagel and you're going to reference it back to the Dodgers. One way or the other, you're going to find a way to bring up the Dodgers and Dave Roberts taking guys out after five. Well, I'm so, just saying Zach Wheeler looked pretty good to he me looked last pretty good. night. Yeah, he looked pretty good. So he's doing what he's doing. Padres can't, you know, they, they literally manufacture one hit. So then I, I decided, you know, today I'm going to go a little crazy. But let me tell you this. I'm not that crazy because this hat that you're seeing on me, not the same hat. Oh, it's a different one. It's a different okay. hat. I can respect that. So I did I did the whole, you know, to an extent, I feel like a rebel, but then I'm also, <laughs> I'm still playing by some of the rules here. Some of the rules here I'm still going by. Look, I, I don't want your team to win, but I also don't want the Phillies to win. I don't want anybody to win. I want the World Series to get canceled somehow, some way. Like, I, I'm not, I really, look. If it gets to the point where the Astros are in, whoever comes out of the National League, I will begrudgingly get on board. You'll probably buy a jersey for whatever <laughs> whatever opposing team it is. Bryce Harper or Manny Machado <laughs> jersey. <laughs> right? Just hook me up and, and, and make it happen. But um, how you feeling? I, 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 can, I, can I tell you the truth? And this is how sure. I know I've become fond of you over the last okay. year. I'm, I'm kind of a little bit excited that you get to experience what you get to experience tonight or this afternoon that you're going to the game this afternoon yeah that you haven't been through it in a million years mm-hmm. and this is a new thing and and i know what that feeling is i know how fun it is what t- take me through it what, what okay. are your padre emotions as much as i dislike the padres i'm Which happy for my friend alan Sliwa. by the way let me say it's completely fair you know obviously all you're worried about is you, how, how far is your squad going 
And I don't know if yesterday listening to Andrew Friedman is going to help any Dodger fans, but hey, we can get quick, into that a little bit like later. Two hours and ten minutes. Can I just leave because that's the equivalent of five innings? Can, like <laughs> as, as a Dodger fan, and we can only do things for five innings at a time, and then we have to. So I'm thinking that like at around twelve ten, I'm just going to leave because that's about the five inning mark. Amanda always takes people out around two hours into their show. She's like, they got to go. Yeah, but he's having a really good show. I think he's doing really well. He's got to go. You do, he's got to go. Third time through the, uh, the, the clock, it, it never works out so well. I'm yeah. sorry. I interrupted you. My third bad. hour, they all got to go. So how, how I'm feeling is this. Billy going down to yellow um, and brown. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. That doesn't help. Taylor, by the way, asked me if I'm recording a track out here in San Diego. That's what's in. You should go make one of these videos. Like, go out in front of the Hotel Dell or or the Coronado Bridge or something. The famous, the battleship or the aircraft carriers or whatever's out there in the harbor. And just start doing some San Diego nonsense. Here's the worst part is, let's use Mario as an example. Mario, huge Dodger fan, born and raised in LA. Mario has Dodger videos where he's actually rapping with another artist. Well, he knows what he's doing. And they get... Hundreds of thousands of views because Mario's really good at that. I got yes. Padre fans, Padre See, fans, don't do that. Oh yeah, hold on. Freestyle, Slee. Uh. That's all I got. It's just the uh. <laughs> that's the part. That's that's my that's my line. <laughs> Slee is the guy that gets featured yep. on the tracks. Who just yeah. comes in and goes uh uh. You come on, I man. Do, I do three of those, and then I leave. You want to know why? It's because I'm not a rapper, and every other Padre fan that's trying to put neither, together a rap, neither that's those a bad guys look. That make those videos. They I'm going to look what like they're doing. They're and apparently make... isn't a prerequisite to record one of those air quote songs. Just start talking and making nonsense and make it as cringeworthy as possible. They're going to make me look like Nas and Biggie compared to those guys. <laughs> You look. I I don't have any misconception that you would be anything other than terrible, but you would one thousand percent be better than those guys. Like you don't have to hit the Mario threshold, right? Uh, you don't have to be Nas or Biggie, but that if you can just talk, you would do better than the guys that are putting out those videos. All right. So here's uh, here's a game plan. They start. They, they have a one thirty five first pitch. Very today. convenient. If if they if they go down, why not make it ten o'clock in the morning? What the hell is one thirty five? Like one thirty five on a Wednesday? This isn't even like we're sitting on a Saturday or something. No, no, we're just gonna make it one thirty five, and then they. I think they they're off tomorrow, and then they go five straight in a row. Um, you know actually what this got feels some, like? It, it, I, I I actually got I got a little lucky here. I was about to buy some tickets yesterday. And then a cousin reaches out to me. He's like, hey, I'm not going to use – he had two tickets. He's not going to use it. I guess these tickets include food and drinks. So Go 2 on. o'clock, I'm going to be in a different state of mind. I don't, know. I, I don't even I don't even know the details. I just know right when the show is going to end, I'll take an Uber down there. And um, you said, how do you feel? I feel Hammer. awful. They're down one to nothing uh, <laughs> 30 seconds into the series. And if they lose today, they're down 0-2 going back to Philly. That would that would defeat the whole purpose of trying to make a run here. Why are we treating Game 2 of the National League Championship Series like a getaway Wednesday on a, on a Dodger-Pirates <laughs> game in May? Like this, this is what you do when it's just you know let's like let's get out early. We got a, we got a, a night game the next day in Chicago. The pod, the Pirates need to get back to the East Coast. Let's awesome. play at one o'clock on a Wednesday so everybody can just get home early. What that, I I get it in that situation. Why are we doing it in the uh, the postseason? I don't even think it's getting televised. I think it's just <laughs> it's streaming only on MLB.com. 
It's, it's not even on TV. Did you put that hat on your head right as the ball was traveling towards Kyle Schwarber's bat? Like, you know what? This hat's not that bad of luck. The longest home – look, here's the thing. When he you almost hit it 500 feet. 488. It was the longest home run in the history of Petco Park. Now, I get that Petco Park's not Wrigley Field or Fenway yeah. Park, but yeah. it's, what, 18 years old, I think I read this morning? Mm-hmm. 408. I've I've watched a lot of Dodger games. I've watched a lot of Pottery games. I have never, ever seen a ball even in that remote area of Petco Park. before. I didn't know that that was even a reachable portion of the field. Yeah, that was a good moment. That was good. <laughs> and then follow that up with right after. The timing was perfect. Right as the... Padres lose to the Phillies then the Lakers are just now Lakers have their own they're by themselves now now it's 745 at night they get the entire stage the national you know the world is watching that's a great transition what a great night last night you know it's funny I was uh I was watching the the pregame show I was watching the Warriors get their rings and all the stuff and the the, it's going on and I looked at my my phone and saw that it was like 727 and the game wasn't even close to starting no 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 No, they were yeah and I'm like you know what I'm gonna troll out I'm I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send him a text right now that says hasn't started yet that's all I was gonna that's all I was gonna send but I'm like you know what he, he's had a he's had a bad day. His team just lost in the NLCS. He, I know I know that the Lakers are going up against the defending champs who are really good. The Lakers are not really good. That I, I really don't need to pile on and kick a man when he's down because when the game was it's seven thirty and they hadn't tipped it off yet. I'm like, ooh, Al's gonna have a long night. You should have seen Funches walking in and out of the studio. He's just in his head. He's like. I don't know what's going on here. They're supposed to have like a 7-12 tip off, and then it gets delayed even more. I'm like, Funch, we're in already. We're, we're already screwed, so we might as well just might as well tip off at 8-30. It didn't matter at that point. Yeah, once you're past about 7-15, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It like, really doesn't because, matter at that point. Anytime before 7-15, you're like, no, the game could move fast. We could be done before 10-30. Yeah, you can start to do the math and how it's all going to But after that, it's like there's no difference between midnight and 1 a.m. Let's just let's go for triple overtime on opening night. Let's ba- see what happens. Based on just using analytics – does Andrew Friedman and Dave Roberts take Steph Curry out in the third quarter with, yeah, yeah. with eight minutes left to go and eight. then just say, no, no that's enough there. We're we, going to we, put Moody in. We don't like his shooting form the 24th time through the order. That We, 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 we found out that he has a 0.1% lower shooting percentage once he's taken 23-point shots, so we've decided to remove him from the game. This is never – this will never go away. It will never go away. And, I, and I'm – and everyone understands that it will never go away, and there's a good reason why. Well, he spoke yesterday, and some of the good reasons that you're talking about uh, we'll get into over the course of the next uh, few segments and hours here. Um, it was as unsatisfying a press conference as you're going to find. And, but I also don't think he said anything that wasn't true. I also don't think he said anything that was outrageously like, oh, give me a break, other than one particular thing about Dave Roberts that we'll talk about in just a little bit. But, Slee, last night the Laker game went, I think, a lot like I thought it would. You got the Warriors who were really good, who were hot, who had a little bounce, who were playing for something. You know, the banner dropped and the rings are being passed out. And the Lakers, there was some good. There was some not so good along the way, but – that I oddly for one game, and you don't want to overreact too much to one game, but that oddly felt representative of what we might see this season. That felt about what the Lakers are. LeBron good, AD good, and then oh boy, after yeah. that. So it, it's funny watching that game yesterday, and you know we had six preseason games, couldn't really take anything out of it. So you're trying to figure out as as the Lakers, and this will probably be the Lakers for the first fifteen twenty games. 
But there's a there's a rank and file in the NBA. There's certain classes in the NBA. Okay. And one of those classes, the Warriors are sitting there with um the Milwaukee Bucks, the Boston Celtics. I'd put the Clippers in that category. Uh, there's only a few teams. There's probably four or five teams that are the elite of the elite. And then you got kind of this next stage under where, hey, I wonder what Denver's going to do this year. Can yeah. Memphis make a case? Can You kind of start going down the list of these different teams. Let's just say the Lakers are nowhere near that class. And don't be surprised if you see something similar tomorrow. Maybe not like that. And that would be much more disappointing because it's the Clippers and it's your home opener. But, Trav, there are two leagues, and the Lakers are not anywhere near that league, and that's just the reality. Have you gotten to this point yet? Mm-hmm. Super fun season. <laughs> what game in? Have you gotten to the – yeah, that was great. Okay, here's the difference. You know what the difference is? You invested six months of your life. Yes. My emotional, my emotional equity was drained. Okay, you're not going to like what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. It's the equivalent of the Warriors dominating all regular season and losing in the first round. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. With the Lakers, no one thinks they're going to dominate, and no one thinks that. You know, I, I the Dodgers had such high expectations. I just don't have expectations like that for the Lakers. All right, let's pick that up. Let's come back and get into uh, what Charles Barkley said about Russell Westbrook, what Russell Westbrook has already started. Um, I don't know if complaining is the right word, but, boy, you know, I, I'm kind of coming around. I'm really starting to admire his refusal to see the universe as the rest of us see it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight. S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I'm not quite sure how I should feel about this. Can I tell you what happened to me at the barber yesterday? Of course. So I go in and... Miss those days. <laughs> yeah, this is a barber is a place out where you go you sit in okay. a chair they put like yep. a tablecloth around your neck and yeah they they cut the hair that grows off the top of your head what what limited amounts i have left so i'm sitting there and um you know i you, you know my deal i'm i'm really not going to drive the conversation but if you want to have a, a if you want to talk i'll talk and the barber the 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 woman cutting my hair says you look you 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 look like an actor. I can't quite put my my finger yep. on on who the actor is. I'm like, oh okay. And and she she say you were in Training Day. <laughs> and she says, I can't know. And and I said, well, I I don't know. You know, I because I, I don't get like, oh, you look like blank a lot. It's not something that I get frequently. And I said, well, you know, what what movie? Can you think of any of the movies that he's been in? And she goes, well, it's that one where. Um, 
you know, he's in Colorado at the hotel and he's with his family. And, oh, no. and, and I'm like, I'm thinking, and, and she's a little bit older than I am. So okay. I'm thinking, okay, so the, she, she could have some, you know, 1970s and 80s references in her, sure. her Rolodex. And I said, The Shining? And she goes, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yep, the that's shiny. the one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's I, the and one. I'm thinking there, there's literally there's two men in that movie. One of them is black, so I'm not him, right? So the other the other guy is Jack Nicholson, and I said, "You mean uh, Jack Nicholson?" And she goes, "Yeah, Jack Nicholson." That's the and, guy. And I'm thinking, okay, I don't necessarily hate that, right? Like <laughs> J- Jack Nicholson is. A lot older than I am, but Jack Nicholson, look, he was never he was never Leonardo DiCaprio, but he's a talented guy. He's kind of a menacing guy. Like I can get with that. And she goes, Yeah, yeah, you remind me of him in as good as it gets. Jack Nicholson's like 75 in that movie. <laughs> Jack, Jack Nicholson, like, I'm okay with you look a little bit like uh, Jack Nicholson. Or in the shiny, but, he was younger. I, but she's specifically said incredibly crazy <laughs> that you look like him in as good as it gets. I honestly think he was 70 something in that movie. I was excited with shining Jack Nicholson. I can get yep. I, I'm okay with that. Um, but Jack Nicholson and as as good as it gets, it was, it was the meanest thing anybody's ever said. I was to me gonna in my say, life. you know, for those types of situations, if you're a barber and you're consumers, you're a dentist, you're whatever you're doing, you're you're at a restaurant, you're a waiter or a waitress, it'd be really nice to share stories that make somebody feel good about themselves, <laughs> not somebody where they're walking away saying, Oh, that's good. It I rattled guess I'm me. Fifteen <laughs> years older than I thought. It, it, it look, I understand that I oh look, I, I have a beard. My beard is mostly gray, so I'm going to skew maybe a little bit older than people think that I might. I have gray hair on my head, so this is the way that it goes. But Jack Nicholson, and as good as he gets, Emily, look it up. How old was Jack he was Nicholson? 60. He was 60. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I, I just turned 50 not that long ago, and he's going with us. You remind me of the beat up 60 year old in As Good as It Gets. A good looking 60 year old, right? <laughs> That's one way oh, to look at it. I, I know what we can do here. Now is when you use Yelp. Oh, no. I cannot believe what happened. I go to a barber shop. She makes fun of my age. Just the whole thing. You become that lady or that dude that has like seven paragraphs. And my sideburns were off. Yeah, it, it was it was a, a humbling moment. Like, I was so excited for Jack Nicholson. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't really think there's a ton of resemblance between the <laughs> other than we both have receding hairlines. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't know how big Jack Nicholson is. But I don't really picture him as a big guy. I don't think our faces are structured at all similarly. It was just basically old. Like the similarity was, he was old in that movie. You look old, and you both have receding hairlines. Can you do an impression, Travis? Can you I, do it, I don't have Nicholson a lot, of Jack. I don't have. I I can't do it on command, but maybe I'll I'll, I'll try to just drop it. Can you rap like Nas or Biggie? I can't rap at all. No, no. Okay. I, I I can rap better than those Padre buddies of yours. The, the, those those best friends that you have down in San Diego. I can do better than those guys. Really you would sound like to yellow and brown. You know what this That's sounds like? You would be Eminem. You would be Eminem of the crew. You would be like, wow, he's a legend. Let's this. Do, do you remember Goose. when like That's what's when hip hop rap 
kind of first started to become mainstream in like the mm-hmm. early 80s. And you would see these terrible commercials where like the local car dealer would try to rap like, come <laughs> on down to yep. such and such Chevy. 2,500 down. Better than the levy. It's like, what, what, what are you doing? Just tell me what the car costs, right? It was, and you'll still see it in political ads where somebody yep. will try to do some terrible rap along the way. Um, that's what this feels like. It's like we just saw hip hop or rap for the first time, and I'm gonna try to to do it in my style. Only yeah. it always comes across like this. That. Might this could end hip hop? That video could. No, we've could been, we, the genre of music could go away. Uh, Drake, all these guys might say, you know what? That's it. It's over, guys. It was pretty bad. So Draymond Green and uh, Jordan Poole seem to be really enjoying each other's company on the court last night. <laughs> I was. Do you ever feel awkward for somebody else? Like, do you ever, like, a situation is going on and you kind of get a feeling in your stomach, like, oh, that's awkward and I'm not even there, nor am I even in the situation? The way TNT, did you see some of the, and I think it was TNT took somebody's, somebody took it on Twitter. You know how Draymond came in that green suit or whatever it was? Sure. And they put Jordan Poole, they found a way to mirror Jordan Poole on him. I mean, TNT, it, it was. It was so good, and the way it was, uh, I think it was, um, I think it was Kenny Smith that said, "Man, that suit's hitting." And then you had Charles Barkley kind of getting another reference. They just kept going at it. I'm like, "Damn, this is completely awkward." I don't even know what the hell happens on the court with these two guys. You, you, every time he passed him the ball, I'm thinking, <laughs> "Yeah, he hates him." Like, and, and I'm sure that they've gotten through it to the best of their ability. I don't know if you could ever get through. Yeah, I'm something with you like on that. that but I'm with you on that. It is. It is so. I'm sorry, and I get it. It's opening night, and everybody's making their jokes, and they had that bizarre infomercial for Draymond before the game. That was kind of peculiar as well. So it's front of mind, but I guess in a week or two, maybe we'll move past it, but I don't know if I could go back into work, and I get that sports are different, with a guy that had busted my face open. I I don't know how long it would take me to get over that or if I ever could. It it just, every time I saw those guys together, I saw Draymond, he had his arm around him, kind of giving him that, you know, big brother, little brother thing during the ring ceremony. It's like, come come on, man. Stand at opposite ends of the gym and just do what we all know you want to do. Yeah, just pretend like you hate each other because you guys probably hate each other. And by the way, forget even how Draymond feels. It's Jordan Poole's the one that got knocked out. And I I love care less about Draymond's feelings. I I love to... That it was Anthony Slater, who covers the Warriors for the Athletic, came on the pregame show yesterday, and he's like, yeah, I I think the reason why they had him play in the final preseason game and they were going to have him play in this one, this is their version of sweeping it under the rug, is let's just get it all over with real quick. Let's Let's just move on as fast as we can so that we're not suspending him, blah, blah, blah. But that's, yeah, that was awkward. Let's okay. put it that way. That was awkward. All right, I want Laker fans to come in and give us their ideas on what they saw last night. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. But look, and, and this is not me setting up. Honestly, here, the, the very best thing about last night, if, if mm-hmm. I'm optimistic Travis, which is something I'm reluctant to be more often than not, um, Anthony Davis looked really, really good. But on both ends of the court, he looked he looked light on his feet. He was getting up and down. He was great defensively. He played really strong around the basket. And, and you know my preoccupation with AD. How often is he laying on the ground? Not as much as he usually was. Right? He was down there a couple of times, but no more than anybody else. 
Um, I was really pleasantly surprised. It's one game. Let's see how he looks tomorrow. Let's see how he yeah. looks a week and a month from now. But at least for one night, it's like, there it is. There, There's Anthony. Now, they need a ton of help, but Anthony Davis was really good last night. I, I really enjoyed seeing him look as healthy, as athletic, as explosive, and just as good as he did. So here's the thing. I'm gonna, I'm not trying to be negative here, but I'm going to take what you just said. I'm going to look at it completely differently. I'm going to say... Okay, if AD dropped 27 and, you know, I think he had four steals, something along those lines. Braun, which a lot of those points came a little bit later in the game, the 31, 14, and 8. If you'd have told it's me that misleading. those. Well, it is misleading. Yeah. And there's, look, there's, um, there was no point in the game that you thought, hey, Lakers have a chance in this. Even at halftime, they're down seven. I'm saying to myself, how are they only down seven? Like, it that doesn't like, make any it sense. It felt like 17. Okay, so they're down seven. And then before you know it, they're down 27. Right. That that you know things obviously eventually evened out, but I look at those stats and I'm like, damn, they actually had a pretty good game from AD. Braun, you're right, misleading, but just numbers wise, 31, 14, and eight. Even Russ had 19 points, took 12 shots, was seven to 12 from the field, mm-hmm. and they were never in the game. Never. <laughs> yeah. There was so just look at it from that perspective of you had your three big guns. Do kind of what you were, I guess if I came into the game blind and said, hey, this is what th- these three guys are going to do. Don't look at anything else. This is what three these three guys are going to do. But oh, by the way, the Lakers will never be in the game, literally will never be in the game. And that was, um, and that was the case, at least for last night. Uh, stat hero of the day, let me throw this out there real quick. Braun yesterday, I did mention LeBron, uh, now needs 1,295 points to pass Kareem for most points all time. Stat Hero of the Day is brought to you by Stat Hero, the daily fantasy app that focuses on the player lineups and not the Vegas lines. Sign up for StatHero.com. Use the promo code 710. Get that 100% deposit match. That's promo code 710. Stat Hero reshaping the future of daily fantasy. Visit StatHero.com for details. Um, put the, Trev, put the promo code seven ten in Al. Put the right? promo code. Just put, put the, the promo, promo code. Come on, folks, free money. Go get it. By the way, um, you know, reading off that stat and 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 starting to kind of see where Braun is going to break the record. Mm-hmm. You know what would be so? And th- this is probably where we're leaning towards, unless the Lakers do make a trade. I mean, we'll see what happens, right? But if that's the conversation we're going to have every night, hey, he's this many points away. Hey, by the way, Lakers are fourteen games or ten games below five hundred, and they're you know just hanging on to a a play in uh, a play in spot. But hey, Bron now is twenty four games away from making that record. I'm not trying to downplay what that record is, but no Laker fan wants that to be the only thing that we talk about this season. And so Trav, that could be the case. It's I mean, so that funny. Could... I, I literally on my notepad that I have every day. And I was making the list of things that were really good for the Lakers last night and the things that were not so good last night on the really it's that at least we get to see LeBron Chase Kareem is on the list because that's what it is. I know. That that's I know. that I agree with you. It's deeply unsatisfying as a Laker fan that you want to see him compete. But when you see realities the, those two guys again. The, the stats are a little. I, I'm just. I wanted to see Anthony Davis look like Anthony Davis, and he did. Now, whether or not that leads to a bunch of wins, that's a totally separate conversation. But at least for a night, his health did not appear uh, to be an issue. Russell Westbrook, man, is if nothing else, always on brand. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee plus your phone calls. It's Jack Nicholson and Slee on 710 ESPN. <laughs> 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. Local hip-hop commercial slee, where you just, everybody thinks that they're creative, everybody thinks they got a little flow, and I think you should get in on it. I think you should do a Padre rap. So I, I think first off, whatever ad that is, and I don't know what they're selling, um, but I'm already it in. Is that is it a Honda Civic? What is it? It doesn't matter. You just want it. That's what it is. Stereo system. Stereo. Yeah, yeah. Right. The Buck Swope Where, stereo. System. Where's the base? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So look, I, I don't ask the listeners to a lot to like kind of hook me up or do me a favor or any of these things. But when I told the story about my barber saying that I looked like Jack Nicholson in As Good Mm -hmm. As It Gets, this was not an invitation for you guys to send me a picture of him in the ocean eating a sandwich (laughs) with his shirt off. Okay? I I don't appreciate that. This was not an invitation for you to send me all the pictures of him from The Departed where he looks like the Crypt Keeper. Okay, look, I, I get it. I don't look like George Clooney or Brad Pitt or Denzel. Okay, I, I'm not. I'm not that guy. I'm not the handsome guy. I've come to terms with it. It's fine. But I do. Do I look like Jack Nicholson from The Departed? That seems aggressive. <laughs> I don't know. You, you don't look as menacing as that. I think you look fine. But I had one more person uh, give a suggestion if you look like maybe this will sit better. This guy uh, Andres reached out to me and he said, uh, "You look like Philip Seymour Hoffman." That's worse. I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> far worse. I don't know. He's a good-looking guy. No, sometimes. he's no, first of all, he's dead. <laughs> Second of all, it's like that. The, no, he's way too heavy. He's got that mushy face, and I know yeah, I'm gonna I have go, that I'm, too. I'm going to go, that one's Boogie worse. Boogie Nights? Come on. That, yeah, that one's like, worse. Yeah, exactly. Scotty from Boogie <laughs> Nights is a compliment. Oh, I'm such an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm he's, an idiot. He's a good he actor. He's the master. He's he, a good actor. He is a good actor. I, I was a good actor. Um, it, No. No, that's terrible. That's far worse. <laughs> Jack Nicholson well, at least has some sort of distinguished look it looks like he's been around the block a few times it looks like he's seen a few things done a few things and was a was a leading man in hollywood philip seymour oh my god that breaks my heart can i tell you something moving forward just cut your own hair don't go back (laughs) save yourself 15 17 bucks whatever it costs am i getting oh by the way okay mine's 25 am i getting taken to the hoop that seems about right to me taylor what do you pay for a haircut uh 30 okay all right yeah you, you haven't been to a barber in a while, so you don't know. Right, pre COVID, pre, no pre COVID, I had I would always just go to a barber. By the way, I'd spend more money not having hair than when I had hair because you have to keep it. Gotta what do keep you it tip, Trev? High and tight. Um, I so mine was the the haircut was twenty five. I I 
left 35. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mine, mine, yeah, mine's 30, including tip. Okay. Yeah, same same idea. We're, yes. we're in the, we're in the ballpark. Big, big tip there, Travis. Well, it's, look, it, I, I was 25, so- 25, 35, and you walk away with feeling less about yourself? It, it was- insult. She rattled me. I think that's I think that's her game plan. Like <laughs> She, she had me her. so yeah. badly flustered. I'm just like, I, I don't even know what to do. Here, take 10 more of my dollars. Did you- Philip Seymour, huh? this is going to bother me the rest of the day. Did she say that before the haircut or after the haircut? In the middle of it. Uh-oh. In the middle of it. Like, I'm sitting there, you know, you're, and you're kind of There's still trapped. another 15 minutes to go, yeah. Right. You, you got the thing around your neck, and and, and there was um, a little bit of a language barrier. Nothing nothing crazy, but so I, I kept we're trying to guess the movie, and then Philip Seymour, huh? This is going to ruin my day. Like, I'm looking at pictures of him right now. My God, Slee. I you sure walk out of there? I mean, I need, you know what? This is <laughs> yeah. the moment. This is the moment where I changed the way I'm living my life. Like, all it took was, I, I if, if were, it was just Jack comps. Nicholson- I would be fine, but Philip Seymour Hoffman has taken this to a very dark place. I know, Maybe she I meant Jack Nicholas. Um, yeah, that's a, I, like that, Jack Nicholson. I can kind of see because no, she got the shining balding. thing. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, she meant Jack thing. Nicholson. I'm 100 yeah, percent sure of that. That one, I feel confident that that's 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 who she was looking for. You know who you look like, John Candy. Great, <laughs> awesome, Philip Seymour. What Hoffman. did she look like? A, the barber? I, 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 can't, I can't even. Did she just look like the, every barber I've ever? I thought you were going to come after Rosie O'Donnell. The way that started, I thought you were coming after. No, she. I, she looked like she was perfectly fine, normal-looking person cutting my hair. I, I completely unmemorable, and I don't mean that in like a, a mean way. I just, yeah. I, I couldn't even an extra. Put it to you this way: if they, if we would have found out that she robbed a bank like right after, and they said describe her, I don't know. I, I think I, I think she had dark hair. I, I think that's uh, that, that's what it was. I don't know. Um, let's try a phone call here. Let's go to Sam in Anaheim. Sam, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on, Sam? Hey, how you guys doing? All right. All right. I just wanted to say, man, we are getting ready to watch an unbelievably terrible season from the Lakers. I mean, just you know it. I know it. You guys probably can't say it, but I'm saying it, man. That is that. This is going to be atrocious this year. And I want to also say that Westbrook, that was the worst trade in Laker history. Period. It set us back a decade, a decade easily. Sam, Sam appreciate you calling in. By the way, just add to this: we can say whatever we want. So just don't don't. I love what people preface that. What were you saying, Trav, last year? You you spent how much time talking about I, how I the, was, the Russ trade was, I was so just bad? Say, look, I'll we're say okay to I say whatever it, we want to I, say. I, I watched two Laker games last year, and I'm like, this team stinks, and and it did. Um, I I'll be honestly, like I yeah. said, I, last year I looked at this, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is they're old, and mm-hmm. these pieces don't fit well together. It was very obvious. I don't think this team is good. But I don't think if Anthony Davis is healthy, I don't think they'll stink. I think they're going to be okay, mm-hmm. right? And maybe by Laker standards, that's a terrible season. Maybe by Laker standards, anything less than a very deep playoff run, championship run, is is a huge disappointment. This team is not going to win twenty or twenty five games. They're better mm-hmm. than that. Now they may only win thirty five games or or thirty eight or something like that. But I, I don't think this team stinks. I just don't think it's any good. All right, so let, let me help Laker fans set the proper Which expectation. Which might be worse, by the way. The, the, what, what we're talking about, like if you won 20 games, it's like, all right, yep. whatever. Let, let's just let's get ready for the next thing. But this middle ground, this, hey, maybe we can be the 9 or the 10 in the West, that may be the, the single worst, least interesting outcome. Okay, so I'm going to try to help Laker fans set expectations because I know after the game yesterday, 
you go on Twitter, you watch TNT, I'm sure all the talk shows this morning, and then you know we get to us as well, I think there's a lot of people destroying the Lakers. And I understand why they're destroying the Lakers, but I want to help Laker fans just kind of set some expectations. If you think the Lakers are going to compete with the Golden State Warriors this year and the Los Angeles Clippers and the Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, um, and, and by the way, it's not even just those teams. There's a, a long laundry list of teams as well that are not elite but are really good teams. Let me set your expectations properly. They're not going to. So take down your expectations. And when people say, well, you know, this is the Lakers, and Lakers are supposed to win every year, and anything short of a championship is not good enough, that's also not realistic. And don't walk into this year, and don't walk into this game against the Clippers coming up tomorrow. Don't walk into these first 10 games and think the Lakers are going to get off to a 7-3 and three start or something like that. That's not this roster. I, I agree with you on, on one thing, Trav, that you said. They could get better. If Anthony Davis is healthy and Braun is healthy, they could be a competitive team. But the teams they're battling with... Competitive with Portland and Sacramento. and those They're not competitive with Golden State or the Clippers or the Nuggets or the Bucks or any of the, the Celtics. Me, not competitive I, I with I might have guys. to go a little further down, okay? Minnesota's a better team than them. Sure. Okay. The Pelicans are a better team than them, okay? I know that kind of sounds great, but I, I would... I would tell you right now that even those teams who are probably going to lock in, that's your six and your seven in the West, right? Like those are the teams that are not going to be top three, top four in the Western Conference. So what I'm trying to say is that, yes, yesterday was bad, but yesterday is also the absolute elite in the NBA. Don't compare the Lakers to any of those te- any of those teams because they're not going to be in that I, area I, unless uh, some kind of trade goes down and yeah, things but change. But I, I don't think they're going to be in that I, area. I, 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 you're right. Like I, I don't have anything that t- you're, you're right about that. But this is what you're just describing is exactly what I was saying. Hey, can we try to avoid that? This idea. No, you got to go for it. You have to. You have to maximize the final part of LeBron James's career. You absolutely cannot try to rebuild this on the fly. Trade this guy, that guy, or the other thing. That you you have to the Lakers star driven town all of these things you got to go for it you got to be in the mix well they're not right so this and by the way they don't have a pick and they don't all, all of these things add up to not only may this be a season where to your point Al you're somewhere in the 7 to 11 range mm-hmm. but there is no easy way out there are there is no path because we know that what trade is out there, right? You know that there's that Indiana trade, and maybe something else will shake loose between now and the trade deadline. They'll they probably may, do something. Might, might they, be a they, they, there, will, there will come a point but, where they also feel like, okay, we got to just do something. But you see, that's, that's the scariest part of all. That's a terrible I idea. I don't disagree with you. The, the idea, because let's say, okay, right now you're getting a C minus in math. Mm-hmm. You could go and make a trade and get a C. Is that are you doing that much better? Like, to, wouldn't it just be better to kind of retake the course next year? Wouldn't so, it be better to drop it and start over when you have a, a better foundation for these things? Because a trade just to do a trade, just to get from mediocre to slightly better than mediocre, that seems like the worst idea of all. Let me actually take something back. I think if they wanted to make a trade just to make a trade, they would have already done it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, th- there were enough offers out there where they would have done it and gave up those two draft picks, and that probably would have already happened. But I think there will continue as the season progresses. There's going to be some pressure. There's going to be some, okay, let's see how the team starts. If they start off 3-7 and seven through the first 10 games, there's definitely going to be pressure of, and it's not just pressure on Rob and Jeannie. It's on pressure on the entire organization, the front office. I'm sure Clutch, hey, we want to continue to compete. 
Um, they're they're in an interesting spot, but I don't want to. I don't want to compare. Spot. I don't want to compare what happened last night to. That's the best of the best. They're nowhere near that. That's just the bottom line. They're nowhere near that. No, but this is not the, the idea. Was not to just be kind of in the pack. Like if you're gonna blow, if you're gonna be bad, be bad. Go big, right? And, and, and I'm not saying tank, right? I'm just saying that this idea. Well, no, we'll reshuffle the deck. We're gonna extend the guy that put this team together. It's like this is this is the hamster wheel. This is the same thing over and over and over again. Well, we'll move out these guys and we'll leave the two guys. It just seems like this is incredibly familiar territory after just one night. All right, Ask Slee. We've got a little Laker Ask Slee. we got some more calling me ugly Ask Slees. We've got, we got a lot of things to deal with. Those bastards. <laughs> there's, there, by the way, there are some even meaner suggestions on Twitter. We'll get to all of it. It's coming up next. Ask Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 877-710-ESPN if you'd like to get in and do an Ask Slee on the phones. Uh, I'm going to go first here, Slee. This comes from Travis at LA Live. And okay. It is hashtag Ask Slee. Do the Padres win tonight? I think they win today, not tonight. Remember, okay, they took them, yes. they took them off a- of any national... They go right after Price is Right. Right after <laughs> Price is Right is when they play today. I believe they slide in a Young and the Restless before um, it actually starts. They have to win today. It's not what I you asked. You don't win today. You're down 0-2. Yes, they win. They tie the series up. They tie the series today. It's 1-1 going back to Philly, three straight in Philadelphia. Ooh, yeah. They three, don't win three straight in Philadelphia. Oh, they just I see have what you play mean. Philly okay, yeah, by the, five in a row. Off day, like you said, tomorrow. But I, I think they win tonight, too, Slay. I think you're on to something. All right, with that in mind, um, Nick to. on Twitter writes, hashtag ask Slee. Is it better to be the Angels and never get invited to the dance or the Dodgers and get dumped on the dance floor every year? Uh, definitely better to be the Dodgers. Um, listen, I know the Dodgers season has ended rough these last couple of years. I get that. I understand that. But at least they give themselves a shot. At least they're in the mix every year. At least you're not cracking jokes about the Dodgers every year. You're cracking jokes about the Angels. Uh, so it's much better to be the Dodgers I will say this. I thought the comparison was going to be the Angels or the Padres. Angels have a World Series. They have a World Series. Padres don't have a World Series. So it's better to be the Angels than the Padres. The, the, yeah, I don't, I, the, the Padres have hope. The, the Padres have good young players. The Padres seem to have a, a If the Padres won a World Series, functions. If, if they won a World Series and then were bad for 25 years, I think every Padre fan would cash that in and say, that works. That sounds good. Yeah, I mean, you would know it better than I would because I haven't, but the Angels have two of the most transcendent players arguably ever and that they're terrible 
feels worse than just kind of being not very good for a while. Like because you have this thing that should be extraordinary and it's sure. dreadful. That actually feels. You know, what I thought of yesterday. Me. Joe Lacob is giving out the rings, mm-hmm. and you just kind of, you know, it's pretty cool the way they did it. The rings, like for Clay and Steph, they'll have. The amount of championship rings you've won is yeah. like on the inside. It's all personalized, the whole thing. I'm like, damn, can you imagine if a dude like that got got in got a hold of the Angels? It right? could happen. Just, and and these guys, I'm sure, they love taking over something that has he'll, he'll look like a you know, he'll look like a, a savior. Like he was to the Warriors. The Warriors were so bad for so many years, he comes in and now he's king the bones of it are good you just got to find a way to make it better the dirty wizard writes slee what's the proper way to take out a wedgie in public a ignore it b Mm -hmm. just reach in and take it out or c do the walk over the puddle step and it take care and it takes care of itself you got to create a diversion so (laughs) the main thing is is let's just say hypothetically i'm at starbucks i'm Mm -hmm. grabbing a cup of coffee and the situation comes up um I'm asking, hey, where do we do mobile order? And I'm kind of like using my hands everywhere so people are looking, and then one hand takes care of everything and nobody saw it. Just got to create a diversion. Not a bad strategy. Or you just go in there, get it out, and look at the guy and say, good morning. Just, just, just power move it up, right? Like, look, I, 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 it happens. We're all human beings. We're all built roughly the same, and sometimes it goes a place where you our don't want it to be. You got to get of, it out. Our definition of power move is very different. <laughs> It's very different. No, but see, the the you're you're trying to avoid embarrassment. I'm trying to shift the embarrassment onto someone else for having seen me do something, and because I don't care. If now I'm that working, person's uncomfortable. If I'm working at Starbucks, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Darren writes, "How many different car honks can you successfully execute?" All right, I'm going to go through these because he lists a, a, a handful of them. Okay, can you execute the watch out and tell me what it sounds like? <laughs> Uh, watch out is, yeah, it's like a cautious one. It is like a, it's a tour. It's like, ah, you know what I mean? Like a, you have a like, weird horn in your car. If it goes, ah, it is, it is a <laughs> hey, car so, you driving. It is like hey, a something's Edsel going from on. the forties. Oh, something's going on. Ah, fix that. Same one. No, same the, one. The watch out. It's like a, Hey, it's like, beep, beep. Like, hey, I'm right here. Don't back into me. Beep, beep. Just a little, a little quick little the double quiet along one. the way. So you're 0 for 1 so far. The next one is you jerk. What does that one sound like? That was just, just, you're basically just holding on the entire time, right? It's like, eh, the entire time. Nope. The entire time you're doing it. Over to it's, like you have to leave it for a good three seconds to like, hey, three. do not do that to me. Three seconds is eternal. In <laughs> That's a, why you got to do it. Honk. Again, it's you jerk. Okay, here's yeah. the next one. O for two. <laughs> thank you. Can you execute the thankful or the thank you eh. honk? Just a eh. That's it. It's like Beep. a quick one. Like, yeah, thanks. just a, appreciate. It. Beep. Just a okay. quick one, very fast, and it's kind of letting somebody know, hey, I appreciate you, whether you let me into a free parking spot or whatever. All right, so you're two, you're you're one for three now, <laughs> and the last one. There, there you go. That's the thanks, and you're gonna get this one right. The Go Lakers honk. <laughs> it's just repeated. It's just repeated. It's eh, 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 eh. you just keep hitting it. It just goes. It could go. You could hit it ten times. You could hit. You can't hit it less than six times. It's got to be more than that. Yeah, that that that's basically right. G- give it to me though. I need to hear it. It's just a quick little. 
You just keep going. You just keep going. There's no rhythm. That's it. There's no rhythm. That. Yes. There doesn't need to be a rhythm. Timing is all off, but that's fine. That, that's exactly right. That yeah. is the, I just can't believe my team won. You're banging on the horn. You're doing it. Uh, John it. in Huntington Beach. Does Artie Moreno secretly own and run the Lakers? <laughs> Damn, John. Why'd you do that? It's Ask Slee. He wants to know if that's true or not. Uh, he does not secretly own the Lakers because... Two years ago, they won a championship. <laughs> so it's impossible to have any kind of success in recent memory if you're Artie Moreno. Darb in the OC says, would Slee rock a sports coat over a polo? You ever done that look? Mm, no, I don't think I have. I think that's my... I think that's my lane. That's an oddly specific one. Like, I'm okay with the T-shirt underneath the sports coat. I'm okay. I feel like that's with... like a country club. You gotta you gotta wear a jacket or it's weird. Like you you need I don't know I I need some either very casual like a T-shirt or I need something a little bit more formal like a a dress shirt underneath it. The golf shirt underneath it feels like a, a compromise that's not working. Yeah, I, I I just not my not my move. There's certain people that got that lane i don't have that lane on the bachelor they always have one night where like the guy will wear a sweatshirt underneath like a sport coat or a jacket and it just doesn't work it's like too casual yeah I, eh, it doesn't some, bother some me so much some people can pull it off that, some that, people that, can pull it off i i i wouldn't try that one but i can see where that would work you need the right sweatshirt in that situation slee randy frenchman writes <laughs> will morales be similarly terrified to return to work after your unprovoked assaults hashtag ask slee i think he's talking about my unprovoked assaults yesterday which were non-existent uh, no chris will be back yeah he'll that you don't have to worry about Chris coming back. Chris might come back tomorrow just to uh, just to continue whatever. Dodgers losing, Lakers start out zero and two. Chris is he lives in this. Uh, there's glory in some of this. He's a misery profiteer. We figured it out yesterday. That's uh, that's what he is. One last one from Drew Soto. He says you can only pick one of these. You can keep washing your hands or brushing your teeth. Brushing my teeth. I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. But can I make I a case for the hands taste real quick? My mouth. So. But but the, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. While it would be super disgusting to never yeah. brush your teeth, you could at least like when you would eat something, you're mm -hmm. okay. Like if you eat tacos and you're gross for a few hours, when you go to eat that sandwich, you're still okay. The next day you eat your scrambled eggs, you're okay. But if you constantly have dirty hands, yeah. you're gonna get sick all the time. Knife and fork. <laughs> Knife and fork. Just got not a bad. Work around. I think that's the only strategy. Saying hi to people, give them the elbow. Have the meteor hit my house. I don't want either one of those things. I want it all to end. Andrew Friedman spoke yesterday, and um, as unsatisfying as the end of the season was, this is right in line with that. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.